Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to try told him I'm a beast, blood. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Similar stuff, but a different spin. I need you to, I want to talk to you about work ethic. Real old school work ethic. I think one of the blessings that I could say is, you know, shout out to, to uh, Youngstown, Ohio and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, two places that have been my home um, that are two hard-nosed cities. I think I've been, I've been blessed to start a business in Pittsburgh that has branched out into other areas, and, and the, but the foundation was people in, in Pittsburgh that still, if you're here, you'll see that there's still, old, there's still some leftover old-school work ethic from their dads and moms and parents and grandparents that is, that is getting ever more rare where people are looking for the easy route, the easy way. I was blessed to have people in, in, in the Rust Belt, you know, over here that, that still had that, that work ethic. And so the work ethic is something that you can control and to me is the ultimate separator. You know, I, I know there's people out there that come up with ideas and, and, and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's still a, a certain amount of work ethic that comes with that. But I, I knew for myself, I wasn't going to really invent anything I was never going to be the guy to you know I, I was never crushing my science projects you know where I was the guy that was inventing some crazy machine I knew I wasn't going to invent anything so I learned to invent the grind and reinvent the grind and 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 what I would point towards is I remember hearing stories of man my grandparents they had to walk to school you mean when it snows grandpa yeah when it snowed he would say oh man I get to school with my hair would drip because if I had a little bit of water in my hair, it was so cold outside, it would freeze. And then when I would get to school, I would see sometimes my hair would, would drip because they walked to school. And one of the hills they would, the, the, where I grew up, one of the hills they would show me that they walked up was like, man, that's, where, that's what people do for like training. You run hills for training, not walk to school every day like that. And so I'm talking about, man, where, where, oh, where, oh, where, oh, where has that old school work ethic gone? What happened? We could put technology with work ethic and explode as Americans, as a country. If you look around, I think sometimes, not all, I don't want to be offensive. I think we're, I'm blessed and, and privileged to grow up and, and live in, in my opinion, the greatest country in the world. I'm proud to be and happy to be an American. But I also look around at other countries and, and I, I see we're getting our ass beat in work ethic. And that's no denying. You can see that. And I see it in, in our own business where, man, if it give me the choice to, to hire a foreign person or an immigrant that can, that can semi-speak the language, more than half the time, without knowing all the details, more than half the time, I'll take that immigrant. I'll take the foreigner. Why? Because they're, they're still willing to do what it requires in order to be great. They haven't taken for granted growing up in a country where people give their life to come to this country just to have opportunity. 
All people, people from other countries give their life. They try to get citizenship here. People are dying at the border to try to come into this country just for the opportunity you woke up with today. Automatically given to you. And yet I have friends of mine that are not from this country that came here for opportunity that have far surpassed many of the Americans here that had it better and spoke the language. How does somebody come in and don't even speak your language? Imagine us. I'm bad. I don't speak. I'm, I'm half Venezuelan and I can't speak Spanish very well. The other half of me, most of it is Italian. I don't speak no Italian, a little bit, only some curse words. And I barely speak English properly. I, can you imagine I'm going to another country and within five years of not even speaking that language, I'm kicking everybody's ass in that country. That's what's happening. I'm watching friends of mine that have blown up and made it. That are, that are not from this country, that are immigrants, based on their work ethic. And instead of having the attitude of, oh man, I gotta do this, their attitude is, I get to, praise the Lord. I got opportunity unlimited, praise the Lord. And they're willing to work weekends. Did you know 40% of your week is the weekends? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Guess what most people want to do on the weekends? They want the weekends. You know what happens to people? You've heard this. I didn't invent this. I wish I did. But you know what people do on the weekends? They let that be their weekend. That's the end because they're weak. That, 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 that becomes the end of them trying to be great because it's the weekend. For me... If you ain't where you want to be, it don't matter what some man or woman named the day. If it's called Friday or Saturday, if you woke up and you bumped your head and you didn't know what day it was, it wouldn't freaking matter. It don't matter. They all end in why. They all end in why. It don't matter. Somebody else made the name up. For me, didn't matter what day. I remember sitting in training class at a company that, that, that I've been blessed to be with for 17 years now. And I remember asking the people, and they, they'll tell you, I remember asking them when they gave the schedule out, are we allowed to work Sundays? And I didn't understand why they were snickering. They laughed a little bit, bumped and said, hey, tell them what you just said. I said, are we allowed to work Sundays? Because all I'm thinking is, my mama's dependent on me. My grandmother's dependent on me. Nobody believed that I could be great. I want to be great. I see an opportunity here. How can I get an edge on the competition? Can I work Sundays? Because I know they won't. Most people, they don't want to work the weekends. Now I get to have some fun on the weekends. Not too much. I'm 40 with three kids and a wife. That's fun to me. But... I still work a lot of weekends, but when you see some freedom and flexibility 17 years in the game, understand it came from a decade of seven days a week. In Pittsburgh, I remember hiring a superstar into the business, and, and I, I was talking to him about seven days a week, and he, he, he said he went back and he talked to his dad. Here's the difference. This is what I'm talking about. Here's the difference. 
he went back and talked to his dad and he said, dad, you know, here's everything they're telling me, but they're saying that I, to make it sometimes you got to work seven days a week. He said, his dad told him, why would you, why would you not work seven days a week, Tommy, until you can work three or four days a week? Man, that's great advice from a parent. Man, I wish more dads would act like that. I know I will. I know, I know what I'm making. I know I'm, I'm telling my son doing push-ups right now at night, and he's like, I don't want to. I said, if you get used to doing stuff you don't want to do if you want to be great, son. My daughter got danced for five hours on Sundays. She's seven. That's why they got one of the greatest dance studios in the country, Studio 19 here in Pittsburgh. It's why it's one of the one of the greatest. These girls, these girls, my daughter goes from school right to dance sometimes at four o'clock, and they'll go from four to eight o'clock at night. Get home, do homework, go to bed, take a shower, say your prayers, read a book, go to bed. Get up, do the same thing all over, all over again. I understand the whole thing about balance. I'll, I'll have conversation with people about balance with people that have achieved greatness. Those are the people I want to have conversations. Until then, if you ain't accomplished shit, don't talk to me about no damn balance. Because the, in my opinion, the way that you achieve balance is by getting imbalance, going all in. Going seven days to work three or four days. Going six days to work three or four days. That's how. Don't kill the messenger. But I'm not going to tell you that you can make your dream a reality working just, like if you just work, if you're on a sports team and you work just as hard as everybody else, that's called average. If you work Friday 9 to 5 and you stop there, that's called average. And I got staff people that work for me 8 to 4, 9 to, I'm not knocking my staff people. I'm not knocking people. I'm saying that my greatest ones, regardless of what time they clock in or clock out, they'll still do some things on the weekends. They'll still, still do some things at nighttime. They'll still answer me on the, in the early morning if, if I need to. They'll do the extra the extra things. Average won't. Greatness will. Which which side do you want to be on? I mean, just think, just think in your own mind. If you work out the same amount of hours as everybody else, how do you get ahead? If you work the same amount of hours, how do you get ahead? So I'm I'm asking you to dig in, go find, channel your inner self, channel, channel your grandfather, channel your great grandmother, channel your great, great, great grandfather, grandmother's energy, and get back to that old school work ethic. And in the process of building something great. You're going to have tough times. Understand, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Weak people don't. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. Weak people don't. Weak people, when, when tough times come, they fold. They quit. They run. It's common knowledge. In, in, it, it's human nature when things get hard. For you to think in your head, this sucks. I'm going to quit this. You remember the term as a kid, quitters never win and winners never quit. What happened? What happened to y'all? 
Didn't you, don't you remember that? Did you think they were lying to you when you were nine? Winners never quit. Quitters never win. Quit everything. Every time it gets hard, they quit. They tap out. The people that are winning, the reason why they're winning is they never quit. All the people that you admire that are winning right now got their ass beat. Yep, I know some of the toughest warriors in the world. MMA, wrestling, jiu-jitsu. They'll tell you, they, they used to get their ass beat. That's how they got good. So far, as of right now, you have so far, you've survived 100% of the hardest days of your life. I want you to survive and then go from surviving to thriving, understanding that usually if you don't miss the opportunity, every time you go through adversity and obstacles, it'll carry a seed of opportunity with it. If your eyes are open for it and your mind is open for it and your spirit is open for it and you're ready to receive it and recycle it and turn it into greatness, it's a seed of greatness ready to be planted inside of you. Stop crying. Stop crying. Stop running. Stop quitting. Stop feeling bad for yourself. Allow the, allow the seed to be planted inside of you because it's exactly what you need to go to the next freaking level. People die. Don't let that stop you because your mother, your grandfather, your, your, th this one, that, and I believe me, I understand these things hurt, man. As a father, I'm, I'm already thinking, man, I just... When the kids are old enough, I want to explain to them that, that daddy's always going to be here, but daddy's not always going to be here. One day, I got to go home too. And don't cry too long for me, man. Life got to go on. Don't let that be the reason you stop. Let that be the reason you go. Let that be the reason you're inspired. Let that be the reason you feel called. Don't let that be the reason why you stop. That's how, that's how you would, if I was alive, I would cry harder that you stopped and that was the reason why you stopped versus that's the reason why you got set on fire. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. People are going to get sick. People are going to die. People are going to backstab you. People are going to talk shit about you. People are, people are going to hurt you. People are going to leave you. People are going to cheat on you. People are going to lie to you. People are going to say bad things about you. Bad things are going to happen. Flat tires are going to happen. Rainy days are going to happen. Games are going to be lost at the buzzer that you worked so hard for. Breakups are going to happen. You might get cheated on. Let that be the reason you go to the next freaking level. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. We're at the beginning of the year. We're now in February. New year. Everybody's back to zero. Reset. Even the most successful people, they, in their mind, they reset like, what I've done in the past doesn't matter. I got to go get it today. What happened last year didn't matter. If you lost, it don't matter. If you won, it don't matter. Reset. 
And those of you that are already at the top, reaching, reaching to go to that next mile, reaching to go to that next level, if you're already near the top of the mountain, like you're near the top of the mountain that never stops growing because it's an always, it's a constant climb. You're either growing or you're dying and we want to grow. Understand the closer you get to the top, the harder the inches are that you have to fight for. What do you mean? Well, in the Olympics, the gold medal and fifth place are only separated by a fraction of an inch. Like here's 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 how here's how much time is separated from the gold medalist in a sprint and fifth place that nobody knows their name. Ready for this? Here's how here's how much time. Good, stop. Here we'll do it again. Here's gold medalist to fifth place. Ready? Go. Stop. That's the difference. Inches. Inches. And so some of y'all are at the top and you're like, man, why do I got to keep sacrificing? Why do I, why do I got to keep working? Why do I got to keep getting up early? Well, you don't if you don't want to win a gold medal. You don't if you don't want to be the GOAT. You don't if you don't want to be the greatest. You don't. But if you think now that you're near the top of the mountain that it changes from taking the stairs to there's an elevator that's going to take you up, you're going to be waiting for that elevator for a long time. You ever get in a hotel where it's packed with people and you sitting there waiting on the elevator and you're like, screw this shit, I just walk, I just take the stairs? Football games, I've done it. Just, just screw it, man. I just, I just, here, I need to exercise. Let's just take the stairs. If you're up towards the top of the mountain right now and you're, and you're waiting for the elevator because you think, I've worked hard enough now, I shouldn't have to do it anymore. Uh, I, I don't want to work so hard because it's steeper anymore. And you're waiting on the elevator. It may come, but it may take you a long time. You might die before it gets to you. Or you may luck out. But the majority, like, for my athletes out there that have lifted weights, do you remember when you first started lifting weights and to do 135 on the bench press was hard and then overnight it seemed like you were able to do 200 pounds or 225? And then you got further down the road and you benched 315 and it was harder to get to 325? Just putting two five-pound plates on there took so much work. Or you went to 385 just to get to 405, 20 pounds was so much work. Because when you get that strong, when you get now it's a fight for them inches. It was easy. A lot of people could do 135. A lot of people could do 225. Up here, we got to fight for those inches. Because at the top, you're separated by those inches. In the NFL, everybody's good. You got to be better than the good ones. And then to win it all, you got to be better than the good ones. That was already better than the good ones. You got to be the best of the best. And those are inches. So at the top, we're separated by inches. Touch the line to separate. What do you mean? Touch the line. Sports fans, yo, I'm talking to you. You guys know that's, that was my up, 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 upbringing. That's who we hire here. Shout out to any young athletes that, that you know that are looking for an opportunity to be great. We're getting ready to grow by about $75 million in the next five or six years or so. So plenty of room for opportunity to grow with a good culture. Send them our way. We'll develop them. Even if they don't retire here, we'll develop them and send them back to you a better person without going to the military. Shout out to the military and my friends that are in the military that are in the business to make this country and make this opportunity possible. Touch the line. Like basketball. 
I remember playing basketball and one of my one of my one of my memory and, and in football conditioning during the winter, I'd have to walk through the snow in Erie because we wasn't D one. We was D two. So we didn't have the heated and, and and nobody was giving us a ride. We had to walk through the snow in Erie all the way. And it's like it was like walking a slow death. At five o'clock in the morning, we're walking and it's dark outside and it's cold. And man, you know we're about to run us to death. And we would have to run suicides. And in basketball, we'd have to run suicides and, and touch the line, touch the line. Here, touch the line, come back, touch the line, go back, touch the line, go back, touch the line, go back, full court. And if somebody missed the line, what happened? The whole team got to run, right? If, if, if you don't touch the line, what's the big deal? I mean, who cares if your hand really hit the line or not? Why the whole team got to run? It's because the game at critical moments will be won or lost by your mental ability to metaphorically touch the freaking line. The game is won by inches. I remember watching the Steelers win a Super Bowl, and Ben Roethlisberger throws this pass, and I'm at Pizza Roma. When I just got here, and, 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 and Ben Roethlisberger throws this pass, and in the corner of the end zone, Santonio Holmes with, with his feet down, whoop, catches the ball, out of, and, they, and they win the Super Bowl by what? By a yard? Nope. By a first down? Nope. I don't even think it was six inches. Touch the line. Get your toes down. The little, the little things. It's the small things, the small, that, bit, that nose of the football, first down. Stepped out of bounds, called timeout, we didn't have any. Mentally, you didn't, maybe you didn't touch the line during conditioning. You wasn't focused when you was tired. Can lose you the game at a critical moment. It may not matter when you're blowing everybody out. It may not matter during the regular season. It may not matter in the playoffs, but in the Super Bowl, in the final moments, shout out to my dude, David Tyree. You might have to catch the ball on your helmet for that inch to win the Super Bowl. It matters now. Were you touching the line? And so in life, are you touching the line? Because a lot of times nobody knows if you're touching the line. Your wife don't know. Your kids don't know. They think, oh, my husband's working so hard. My daddy's working so hard. Compares to what? Maybe. Maybe. Regular season hard, yeah. Maybe even playoff hard, yeah. But is your daddy, is your husband, is your mom, are they working Super Bowl championship fourth quarter game on the line hard? Are they touching the line when nobody's watching? When it gets hard, are they making the last call? Are they setting the last appointment? Are they showing up early? Are they doing the extra things, the things they're supposed to do? Or are they cutting corners? Are they not touching the line? Because sooner or later, if you don't touch the line, that's where the work ethic that's what I'm talking about. That's work. That's grind. That's the GQ right there. The grind quotient. Not the IQ. 
So I want to I want to thank you guys out there for your willingness to want to invest into yourself to give me 25 minutes of your life. I don't take it lightly. I don't get paid to do this. This is what I love to do, try to make a difference. And if there's one person that we can impact, man, that's why we're doing it. If you know people that this message can help, could you do me a favor? There's no charge to this. We ain't making no money on it. Can you do me a favor and spread the word? Just share it with somebody. Tell them you got to hear this, man. Share the message with somebody so we can impact and and make a difference in the world. I'm so grateful for your time. You could have spent this time with anybody or anything or doing anything. You chose to spend it with us. So thank you for the opportunity. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. Yeah.